This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. General Motors is going to launch an all-new brand in China. The company put out a statement saying it will start selling upscale cars in China that are manufactured in the United States. And GM will wholly own the new company that will sell these vehicles, meaning it will do this without any Chinese partners. The new brand would be positioned above Cadillac and will sell vehicles currently not available in China. We think this has to be an all-electric brand if GM is going to do it wholly owned, and it would include vehicles like the Hummer EV and even the hand-built 2025 Cadillac Celestic, which would probably not be branded as a Cadillac in China. But it could also include the Corvette, which GM does not sell in China currently, and gray market vets reportedly go for $280,000. Well, here's our AutoLine Insight. GM sales and profits have dropped off alarmingly in China. In 2016, GM sold 3.9 million vehicles in China and made $1.9 billion in profit. Last year, it sold 2.9 million vehicles and made a billion dollars in profit. So sales are down by a million vehicles and profits have been cut in half. While Cadillac is doing well in China, Chevrolet is down dramatically and so is Baozhen, which is GM's homegrown Chinese brand. While Wuling is selling well, especially with its little $4,500 mini EV, those cars don't generate much profit. And GM only owns 44% of the Wuling joint venture, so it gets less than half of those meager profits. As China expert Michael Dunn of ZozoGo has pointed out, Chinese automakers are elbowing foreign automakers out of the low end and middle part of the market, and they're doing it by offering very competitive vehicles at lower prices. A better strategy now is for foreign OEMs to move upscale, which explains GM's move. Also, by making this a wholly owned effort, General Motors will not have to share any of the profits with a partner. Speaking of GM, it's racing ahead to lock down North American sources for the raw materials it needs for electric vehicles. It's expanding a previous joint venture with South Korean chemical company POSCO to process cathode material like nickel and lithium for EV batteries. Now the two of them want to build a $400 million facility in Quebec. It would also create about 200 jobs to produce the cathode material, which would be used in the Hummer EV, Silverado EV, and Cadillac Lyric. That means a lot of the material would come to GM's battery and vehicle manufacturing sites in the U.S. But Canada's first full EV production plant in Ontario will launch later this year. So some supplies will likely go there too. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. China has five state-owned automakers that are growing into production powerhouses. In fact, they're even bigger than several famous Western car companies. Since these Chinese companies have joint ventures with foreign automakers, they don't have many car sales of their own. But we took a look at their production numbers, and that really tells the story. 
SAIC, or the Shanghai Automotive Industry Company, has joint ventures with Volkswagen and General Motors. It made over 5.4 million vehicles last year. That makes it bigger than Honda. FAW, or First Auto Works, makes cars for VW, GM, and Toyota. Last year, it made 3.5 million vehicles, or nearly as many as Ford. Dongfeng, which is based in Wuhan, makes cars for Kia, Honda, Nissan, Peugeot, and Renault. Last year, it made over 2.9 million vehicles, which is more than BMW. And GAC, or Guangzhou, makes vehicles for Stellantis, Mitsubishi, and Toyota. It made 2.1 million vehicles, making it bigger than Mercedes-Benz. And Chang'an, which makes cars for Ford and Mazda, is quickly closing the gap. It made just under 2 million vehicles. Speaking of China, Tesla made 56,500 cars there last month, but about 33,300 of them were exported, with most of those presumably going to Europe. But now that Giga Berlin is coming on stream, Tesla will probably not export as many cars out of China. It will probably start increasing sales there instead. And that makes us wonder if Tesla deliberately kept sales in China down to avoid too much scrutiny from the authorities. If Tesla devoted all of its Chinese production to the Chinese market, it would far outsell all the Chinese EV companies that compete with it. That is to say, not including cheap little electric city cars like the Wuling Mini EV. While the Chinese government loves seeing Tesla generate so many exports, in today's political climate, it may not like the idea of an American company dominating one of its targeted industries. Seems like everyone wants to start selling cars online, so TrueCar sees a real opportunity. It's offering a new online buying service called TrueCar Plus. Here's Mike DeRoe, TrueCar's president and CEO. We'll be the only multi-brand marketplace for new, used, and certified pre-owned vehicle purchases online. Customers will be able to shop, arrange for financing, and even get home delivery. And what makes this so interesting is that any dealer with any brand is welcome to sign up for the service. TrueCar ran a pilot of the service in Florida and is now ready to roll it out nationwide. The EPA wants to slash heavy-duty truck NOx emissions by as much as 60% by 2045. The new standards would go into effect starting in 2027. The EPA is also proposing to set stricter greenhouse gas emission standards for certain categories of commercial trucks. It estimates this will cost manufacturers $19 to $31 billion through 2045. However, it will have a net benefit to society of up to $220 billion. The EPA says there will be up to 2,100 fewer premature deaths and 3.1 million fewer asthma cases thanks to improved air quality. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But will always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers.
The Hyundai Group wants to be a leader in electric commercial vehicles and what are called PBVs, or purpose-built vehicles, which include things like delivery vans. So it announced a partnership with Iveco to explore possible collaborations on electric and fuel cell platforms, as well as autonomous and connected technology. But no word yet on when we could see something from the two companies. Hyundai also wants to get into eVTOLs, or electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. So does GM, Toyota, United Airlines, Stellantis, and even more. And now the U.S. Transportation Department says it will review safety work, including certification and validation, done by the FAA on eVTOLs or air taxis. And aircraft like these are going to require new regulation because they are planned to be used at low altitude in urban areas and don't operate like normal planes. So it could be a while before new rules are written. But when Morgan Stanley estimates the market could be worth a trillion dollars by 2040, you can understand why there's activity in the field. Nissan is having some fun showing off the features of its soon-to-launch electric crossover, the Aria. It made a video of an electric food tray delivering bowls of ramen to customers in a restaurant. And thanks to its E-Force all-wheel drive technology, it doesn't spill a drop. The E-Force system in the Aria manages power output and braking performance of the two electric motors to provide a smooth and stable ride. And while you're not going to learn anything more from a video like this, they can be a great little marketing tool, especially on social media where they can rack up tons of views. And it's kind of similar to several years ago when Nissan highlighted its autonomous technology with self-parking office chairs. And hey, you won't want to miss AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. Here's a picture of John and Brett Smith from the Center for Automotive Research with our special guest at a federal penitentiary. Our guest is Oliver Schmidt, who was smack dab in the middle of Volkswagen's Dieselgate. In fact, Oliver is one of the few VW executives to spend time behind bars. He was at a federal prison for five years for his role in the emissions scandal. Now he's ready to talk about what went down and what it was like to spend time in a federal penitentiary. Brett Smith will also be on the show. So join us for some of the best insights into what's going on in this automotive industry. But that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.